0: If you don't understand what's going on, you're liable to get crazy at this point. Yeah, my, uh,
1: my disc looks nice when it's, I don't know, when I don't have empty seltzer cans on it. Better um,
2: empty seltzer than a, a bunch of hard alcohol and beer. Yeah, true. And drug paraphernalia, I guess.
1: <laughs> uh, empty tins of mints. Those are my drug paraphernalia. Yeah.
2: Oh, dude, I have so many of those. It's so bad. We should definitely make an R piece with those. I I don't, I don't know what that would look like, but.
1: Yeah. Got to do something. I'm going to have a mint right now. <laughs> right
2: there. Yeah, I had one right before I stepped in. Should we just kick this thing off? Should we just get it going? I mean, there's a lot that happened. Yeah. Yeah. All
1: right. Get it going. Yeah. Uh, (laughs) Yes. Hello everyone and welcome to the very nineteenth episode of Rethink
2: Everything. I'm Tyler Gianassini and I'm here today with Kent Yoshimura. You know, I forgot that we didn't mention last week. It was our eighteenth episode. Huge. And next week it will be two decades old. Twentieth episode. Oh my god. Wow. Yay. Really
1: nice seeing each other and talking once a year. (laughs) (laughs)
2: <laughs> <laughs> it's amazing there's so much to just uh catch up on <laughs> all
1: right well uh we're here to rethink some of the things we learned during the 26th week of 2020 the week nobody showed up
2: yeah oh it's, it, in a especially good way i guess people showed up where it where it mattered uh protests um well where, let, me, let me take that back.
1: Restaurants, gyms, hair salons.
2: <laughs> <laughs> let me take that back. Uh, that's not what I meant. Uh,
1: <laughs> Walk
2: it back. <laughs> uh, everyone can protest in their own way. Just wear a mask, hide your identity, while also keeping your peers safe so that we can be resilient <laughs> and getting the message across. Uh, do not... What is the point of going to a bar right now? What is the point of going to uh, a, a water park? <laughs> what is the point of going to, there's, oh my God, it's, it's, it's crazy. Uh, the the mayor of Orange County actually was just like, you know what? You don't have to wear a mask. Like that's not even going to be a rule anymore. And it's like, what? Like, th- what freedom are you taking away <laughs> for making people wear a mask?
1: <laughs> it's, uh, yeah. Yeah. I, it's one of those things where a whole bunch of states that have a whole bunch of freedom are, their cases are growing, but they feel that but freedom for like,
2: What's the difference between like being forced to wear a mask and being forced to wear pants? Ex-
1: exactly. Exactly. Like I've always said, everybody gets up in arms about whether or not you can like open carry a gun in public. But uh, you, if you have to go to the bathroom really bad, every business in a downtown area can refuse to let you use one. And then you can get a ticket for peeing in an alley what about that, that freedom
2: so i you know the more i think about it that's something i want to protest that's something i want to get angry about they're i can get behind they're you. making me wear pants <laughs> i'm sick and tired of all these pants it's it's it constricts my thighs A waste of money it, it prevents my my nice my nice thighs to uh get it, it prevents them from getting the free air that we were given in this land,
1: how much water are you wasting washing them?
2: Oh my gosh, and also, how much wasted action to pulling my pants down to go to the bath? It's just like a whole thing. Also, I mean, this might be too much information, but since I wear jeans all the time or uh, these sweatpants, um, in quarantine times. I feel like I don't grow hair on my quadriceps. Is that like a thing?
1: <laughs> I think that is the thing. I'm pretty sure it's is, not the thing. Wherever, is that
2: because I wear pants?
1: <laughs> I don't have any hair where my socks go, where my old man's socks go.
2: That, exactly. <laughs> Restricting not my freedom, but also my freedom hairs.
1: <sighs> you know, it's weird. You don't sound any more absurd. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, then,
2: in hard. other news, uh, 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 a sandstorm is approaching the U.S. Apparently, so <laughs> that's another check mark oh, next to a 2020 apocalypse. I w- Bingo!
1: I want to do the drop, but don't want to get pulled for copyright infringement. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> <laughs> darud sandstorm Darut sandstorm uh, <sighs> oh. Oh, yeah, oh yeah yeah i guess we didn't we didn't make it clear for folk uh we're this is the week nobody showed up and we're talking about where people are showing up appropriately because <laughs> uh if you're listening to this down the road a piece uh, the <laughs> trump held a a rally in Tulsa the day after Juneteenth and uh, mostly empty. He was expecting to have overflow and instead wound up with a poor turnout. He's gotten mad at everybody who's helped organize the event and called it some sort of disaster. And then there was a lovely image of him returning to the White House afterward, disheveled and sweaty and greasy.
2: It, The fact that he had it in Tulsa of all places as well, given the historical context of that place. Yeah, <sighs> pretty. <insane. laughs> now
1: he's taking credit for raising awareness of Juneteenth.
2: Taking credit for that. Uh, I've seen things where it was like, oh, it's because uh, Trump supporters are smart enough to know that COVID is a real thing and they didn't want to. To band together and rally, they wanted to practice proper social distancing measures. It's like, <laughs> oh,
1: that's why they didn't show up. That's,
2: that's why they didn't show up. They're just extremely responsible. Mm. They didn't want to uh, infect their peers.
1: I started. Um, I started Watchmen again because it just felt like the that. right time, and uh, that o- that the opening is the. Like Tulsa massacre, for lack of a better word, right? Um, and I was reading interviews with it's Lind- Lindelof Damon Lindelof. He's saying that like most of what you see in that is all comes from eyewitness accounts. Like that, it's it's not meant to in any way be an exaggerated version of of that day, which is crazy because that's it's. That, that that scene is um is mind blowing, and then I just love that. I mean that that show is perfect right for right now. It's perfect. <laughs> it's just t- like the dynamics of wearing masks and hiding identities, and then the inversion of the um, race relations with the police is it's it's so interesting. It's so interesting.
2: It was so appropriately timed. Yeah, which is amazing.
1: Yeah, it's. It wound up. It felt like, oh, this is important for this time when it came out, and then now it's just like, oh, this is this foretold of issues we were gonna have to think about really, really hard.
2: Right, it, the fact that it was already in the consciousness of certain people, you know, especially HBO, who typically tends to go through the grimmer side of things. Mm-hmm. <laughs> It was in their psyche, and they are like, this is... Watchmen. Makes sense. Who watches that show? I have to watch it. I watched uh, I watched that documentary, 13. 13? Yeah. Mm. I have to watch that. Oh, Yeah. It's. I'm glad a lot of these shows are getting attention. I'm glad a lot of these documentaries are coming out. Oh, it's-, it's-, it's brutal times we live in. But, you know, despite it all... One, I do wish the youth will come out and vote in these upcoming elections because that is where we are the weakest. However, I do love that the youth is using technology and our ability to communicate through technology as a medium to get bigger messages across. Hell yeah. Like TikTok. Like TikTok. (laughs) Hi, Hi, Art.
1: Uh, professional, professional means of communication like TikTok have now been used to orchestrate a sea of empty blue seats at a red hat wearing Trump rally.
2: Amazing. K- explain, explain that more, Tyler. What happened? What happened? <laughs>
1: uh, so TikTok users and apparently K-pop fans, as well as anonymous, uh, <laughs> reserved a bunch of seats for Trump's rally to get the numbers up and make the Cheeto man feel good. And, uh, and then of course didn't show up because why would they? So, so there's <laughs> these beautiful images of this empty stadium with like, I think the perfect one was just this, this lone um Trumper in a mask with their, their make America great again hat. And then just em- blue seats, like empty blue seats all around them.
2: So, perfect saturated primary colors sums it right up. Contrasting against themselves, yeah. Uh, wait until Trump finds out that TikTok is a Chinese-owned company and wages a war on China. Oh,
1: conspiracy! Yep.
2: Yep, or or he thinks Korea is uh, well, he loves North Korea so much, right? <laughs> that he'll he'll look to blame South Korea in any way possible, and K-pop is the perfect. Entry point for that.
1: I love Korea. It's my favorite part of China. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> my favorite region in China. Gotta be North Korea.
2: Gotta be. <laughs> oh boy. Uh, Cheeto man. Well. I don't know much about TikTok to be honest. I don't either. Or or K pop. But I do, uh, I I do think our sales manager Ali has been f- from looking at her Instagram, she's been posting these like TikTok dances and things like that. Uh, she seems pretty up to speed with a lot of pop culture, and uh, she might actually give us some good insight on what happened. Why, like, how was it possible that TikTok users were able to subdue Trump at the Tulsa Trump rally? Yeah,
1: if we, if we ever needed an expert, today's the day. I'm not even sure what an Instagram is at this point.
2: It's, it's changed. It's become a different thing altogether. Do you, do you know what a Snapchat is?
1: <laughs> yeah, you, you, it's like uh, that one of those old cameras where you take the picture and it comes out and then you wave it in the air. That's, yeah, then that's you you, you chat about
2: it. <laughs> it. You chat about it while you're shaking it.
1: <laughs> I did once. Uh, once upon a time, have and use a Snapchat. I did once upon a time have and use an Instagram. The story thing is new and weird to me.
2: Um, but you know, for me personally, I like the stories thing. You should get back on Instagram.
1: Uh, uh, <laughs> the stories, so. Like, what I like about it is that for some of those things that would get shared, like, here's a picture of my food. Now it doesn't live on your Instagram feed for, like, you know, the next rest of your life.
2: Exactly. Um, It could be anything because there's exciting things that happen on a daily basis, like the food you eat or the clothes (laughs) you wear or... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> uh, the way the sun hits the side of your bed when you wake up in the morning. Those are things that you could share now on Instagram stories.
1: <laughs> there are some good stories, but then whenever it's like a good story, then I want it to have been on the feed where you I can, can go, go back and it. see it again. Yeah.
2: You can save it and put it on your feed.
1: Oh, okay. Okay. Oh, then. Ah,
2: we hi. got the
0: expert in the house. Expert, okay. What am I an expert of today? <laughs> well,
2: uh, well, if you've been watching the news, you probably know that uh, the Tulsa Trump rally happened over this last weekend, and there were a bunch of visibly empty seats.
0: <laughs>
2: yeah,
1: nowhere near as right. many people showed up as as Trump was expecting. Um,
0: no fans. <laughs> They had a
1: few, I think, like six thousand or something. But the
2: ones that came are the greatest fans.
1: <laughs> uh, so a little bit, a little bit, a little bit more uh, background here is this supposedly happened because TikTok users, K-pop fans, and the uh, the group Anonymous reserved a whole bunch of seats to the rally to pump up the numbers and take tickets away from those who actually wanted to attend. And uh, then, of course, didn't show up, because why would they?
0: (laughs) TikTokers?
2: TikTokers.
0: Which is why you're here. Oh, Oh, okay.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Because we we know you've been uh, (laughs) up to speed with a lot of pop culture and new platforms. Um, I I assume you listen to K-pop just
0: first... I, I am a fan of K-pop. I can't say like I, I know all their names and stuff, but I do enjoy it. Not gonna lie.
2: It's there's so many also things you do BTS behind the scenes. <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh, that's a K-pop joke. That's a K-pop joke that uh, <laughs> we felt like you could bring some a very very good insight to this new world that Tyler and I as older and what are we like Gen. <laughs>
0: Millennials. Gen-millennials.
2: Gen-millennials, genitals, that that, uh, we are unable to know what TikTok and K-pop is. I was born
1: prematurely old.
0: To clarify, I think I'm older than you, Kent, so... Uh,
2: But younger at heart. At heart. (laughs) Yes. Definitely. I
0: have that six-year-old spirit alive. (laughs) Sorry. I uh, yeah, I feel like it keeps me young, you know, young perspective, acting a little immature and and TikTok-ing. Uh Yeah, I definitely got into TikTok during the quarantine. Um, I mean, I'm not like crazy. I don't do all the skits and things like that, but it's kind of fun. I'm not gonna lie. It's... <laughs> I do get lost in like a, a dark hole of TikToks when I start gro- like strolling through. But I enjoy like the funny skits. It's entertaining. I, I, Do you
2: feel like it's better than Vine when Vine was out?
0: You know what's weird? I like I never got into Vine. I wasn't a big Vine user. Like my little brothers and sisters were all about it, and I, I think I was just busy doing other stuff. You know, like partying. <laughs> <laughs> but, but I yeah I didn't really get into Vine, and so I. Assume TikTok is similar with the the funny skits and things like that, and a lot of the the people that were on that platform kind of just moved over to TikTok. So, I yeah I I like it. I'm sure Vine was cool too, but TikTok is just um, it's just entertaining.
1: I got I got I, I've downloaded the app and deleted it twice <laughs> without ever having <laughs> opened it. I, I know at some point I should just like, you know, get a feel for what it actually is. I did like mine when it was out. Like, I, me and my friends.
0: You're going to like it. I, I was a hater in the be- beginning, too. And my best friend kind of, um, she was like, please do this with me. Da, da, da. There's no, she was bored as heck. She's like a professional soccer player. And right now she's like not doing anything. She doesn't work from home, she works out every day, but uh, she TikToks, learns all the routines. I'm, I try to learn the routine. I was a dancer before. So the routines like I, I catch on pretty easily, but I, I'm more into the skits, like the funny stuff. Um, she's not really into gotcha. that, but I enjoy yeah, watching on, the skits. Um, yeah.
1: On Vine when that was out, like the, uh, Will Sasso, if you, <laughs> uh, Oh my God. I love Will stuff. Sasso! Vine comp- compilations are outstanding. If you ever get a chance to check them out on YouTube. Will
0: Sasso, or, is that the guy from mad TV?
1: I think the yeah. guy from that TV.
0: Is London. it? Oh my gosh, the big guy. Yeah. yeah oh my gosh, he's hilarious. <laughs> He had a vine. How random! It was
2: was the most. It was random. He
1: had the (laughs) best, the best vine series. He'd invent invent these characters that were just terrible, (laughs) and then (laughs) then it would get super dark and and like with a character. It would be revealed that like the character had been abused in its past. It's like, oh my god! It's (laughs) oh Oh my gosh! I'm gonna uh, check him.
0: I always liked him on Mad TV. Will so. Like um you know what is weird topic. about tiktok though it's like so many it, it's a lot of young kids so it's kind of weird you know like they,
2: yeah it feels awkward
0: it, it's like it the feels old a awkward to the, me
2: you know when you're at a high school party and then the guy that like just graduated college <laughs> comes <It's> like, eh, <laughs> yeah the beers guy it's like oh like i don't want to yeah. be that guy you know what and I then a lot of
0: the kids are through. like really good looking and it I feel like they look a lot older. <laughs> I know, this is weird, but I feel like they look a lot older than when I was growing up. Like, we didn't, I don't know, we didn't really wear makeup and dress up, and I feel like we were just a lot more goofier, but these kids are so grown up, it's really, it's strange. Yeah, it makes me feel weird, the young kids on there, so I like—I don't follow all that all the young kids, but... My like sisters will tag me and stuff. I'm like, this is really strange. Like this kid doesn't have a shirt on. Uh, he's blowing <laughs> kisses. It's freaking weird. <laughs> I feel awkward.
1: Well, they all. I mean, yeah. they all looked like that because they're all like it in our day and age. It wasn't you weren't like a TV star, a reality TV star everywhere you went. So you weren't prepared to just always That's be true. on camera. Right, which is like it's definitely changes. Changes this generation as far as you know how they feel they have to look at, at any given time if they're on on their either YouTube channel or or Insta story or TikTok uh, when you know you're going to be potentially just shown somewhere it, it cha- uh, gonna change that dynamic that's pressure
0: that sucks yeah I mean I only have that when I have to like brush my hair for a zoom call or something but i can't, <laughs> imagine, I can't imagine that pressure 24 7 that's insane
2: right it's like a fabricated like this is what i should look like so do you start losing your sense of self-identity right
0: yeah and it's strange because now i'm i'm seeing all these like tick tock stars they're starting their own like little docuseries of uh behind the scenes and who they really are and how they're dealing with like mental health issues and people don't know how much the comments affect them. And I'm sure that sucks. Like hearing people say like, oh, you're not that hot or like you're trash. <laughs> like, you know, like that that sucks, but it's just like kind of crazy. Like all these kids have to deal with all of that. That was like, when I was growing up, that was like, really not an issue. It was just, I don't know. We, we played outside and or I put my hair in a bun, nobody really cared about putting on makeup, and I don't know, it was just a lot simpler times, simpler times.
1: Much simpler times.: In high school, I had to think hard about what song I wanted to play when people landed on my MySpace profile.:
0: Oh, there you go. Yes. <laughs> and who's on your top eight?:
1: Yeah, oh. yeah, that top <laughs> eight. Oh my God, Two. Oh,
0: <laughs> I, that was so dramatic. <laughs>
1: i would get so upset so upset that uh, that anyone would even consider like complaining about a top eight (laughs) it's just like i'm not gonna play this game this is not a political issue this is ridiculous
0: (laughs) yeah and then if my sisters or my cousins weren't in my top eight my mom would be like family over everything and i'm like (laughs) i don't even hang out with them what the heck like so I had to have, like, my sisters and my cousins in my top eight or else it was, like, a whole issue at a family party.
2: That's a good way to, like, ease away your friends, though, from it. Just be like, I have to have my family in here first. That's why you guys aren't in my top eight. Oh, and you don't have to deal with the drama between friends. Yeah, my mom said I have That's to. That's true. Sorry.
0: Yeah, sorry. my <laughs>
2: mom. Tom just forcibly put himself there, number one. I, just, I don't know. I'm sorry.
0: Tom...
1: Well, I've got uh, some some TikTok facts. Uh,
0: okay, to, hit us with the facts. <laughs>
1: you know, this is our, uh some just you know some base level research as as we were trying to understand what a TikTok is. Um, first, firstly, it took Instagram six years from its launch to gain the same amount of monthly active users that TikTok managed to gain in under three years. So that's th- insane. Yeah, Instagram's insane. a huge huge platform that seemed to take things by storm. TikTok did, did all of that in less than half the time, which is,
2: I will say though, that there's so many international users for TikTok that Instagram didn't have. And the barrier of entry for Instagram was probably a lot, lot higher back in the day.
1: True. Very true. But
2: even then, yeah. oh my gosh.
1: Yeah. That's so uh, on on that note um, tiktok usage uh, by country we see 466.8 million um, downloads from india 100 and, or 130 set 173.2 million from china and 123.8 million from the usa so you're uh, saying
2: we're losing to india <laughs> and <Wow>. china <laughs> <laughs> Uh,
1: it's, it's so. It's one of those things where it's easy to see it from like just the U.S. lens of like, oh, it's getting popular here, but then like it's really taking other parts of the, uh, of the world by storm. It's like sort of our our uh, narcissistic American blind spot.
2: I am curious if all you know how they have a uh, the like farms in India. If yeah. <laughs> the clocked users of India well, aren't actually users, but it's just like grids of phones where indian uh, (laughs) like basically indentured servants you know are just clicking likes on different tiktok videos that's
1: probably Mm. that's probably part of it that's probably a significant
0: yeah because i don't honestly see a lot of indian users when i'm like scrolling through there's like a thing like a hashtag called for you page and that's where like the most popular tiktoks pop up and i don't see like tons of indian users so that's do you That's see
1: international users generally, or is it sort of like catering to, so like from here, do you see primarily U.S. users and, you know, someone, someone in China is um, mainly
0: Chinese? No, I do see a lot of Asian users. Okay. I do see it that. Um, but yeah, a lot of like pop stars will pop up uh, during the quarantine, like a lot of like, like jessica alba started a tiktok that like blew up it's really cute because she does it with her family and stuff but yeah i remember there's also like cringy users like i don't know if you've seen any of jason derulo's tiktoks no. he's like super, he's super big on tiktok and i think he became what? big because he's a really yeah he's a really good dancer so he picks up dances and he's dating one of the hot tiktok stars but his videos are so cheesy and cringy and i just I think even one, he like, he chewed like a corn on the cob with like a screwdriver and he accidentally like uh, broke his two front teeth. What? Yeah, like he did a lot of stupid things and obviously he has money so he got his teeth fixed really fast, but he just does really dumb things. (laughs) Um,
2: So so that's interesting because, uh, you know, there's a lot of these like viral challenges that – spread on tiktok and one of the ones <laughs> doing tiktok research that i was reading about is dropping a penny in between the plug uh the phone charger and the wall plug challenge <laughs> what? and wow. apparently it just causes like a shitload of fires which of course Are it you will serious
0: yeah i didn't see that one but <laughs> that would be fun to watch <laughs> oh god oh, oh no <laughs> There was a trend for a while of um, people cutting their own bangs, which was hilarious. (laughs) (laughs) Harmless, so great. It was so great.
1: That sounds pretty good. Uh, I tried the cyanide challenge, but I couldn't. I couldn't get through it.
2: (laughs) Drinking a whole (laughs) vial of cyanide. Oh man, it just tastes. It's just so odorless, and it's just so (laughs) tasteless. Oh god! I swallow it. Just couldn't couldn't <laughs> swallow it. <laughs>
1: um, this is a like slightly off topic, but you mentioned cringy TikTok users, and and like maybe you guys have heard this or, or uh, like, but the hot goss about uh, Chris D'elia. Um. Oh my god, oh he Christ. definitely
2: did it. That guy's such a creep. <laughs> he is
1: such a creep. <laughs> such a creep. Typecasted it's... creep.
0: I didn't hear about Chris Leo. Oh, <gasps> the comedian. Oh, he's so weird. I couldn't even I couldn't watch his Netflix stand up because he's he looks like a creep.
2: Yes. He's uh, read into it afterwards. Uh, okay. But he definitely did it.
1: Allegedly, <laughs> allegedly hitting on underage women on social media.
0: Oh, for sure. For sure. Have you guys um seen Sebastian, oh, the other Italian comedian? He's actually pretty funny.
1: Uh, Sebastian, or something.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. I
1: don't know this guy. I do know. He's pretty I'm, funny. Um,
0: but he recommended Chris D'Elia, and I tried to watch him on in, on the Netflix special, and he his face just creeps me out. I I think we were like five minutes into it, and I was like, "Change it! <laughs> <laughs> this guy's a weirdo."
1: He's not not that great a stand He's man, he's he was like he was a funny uh Vine star though. Uh
0: Oh was he? Yeah. I can see that.
1: That's actually I think that, In the first place that's I where he got to start. Yeah. yeah, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah, I believe so. Hanging out with uh Will Sasso. He was like part of that crew. They would make stuff together.
2: I think he comes from a very, very wealthy family. And mm. he was trying to do comedy for a long time and just never made it until Vine. But I don't know. Don't quote me on that. I, that that's that's what I <laughs> that's what I thought made him famous.
0: <laughs>
2: he also had that like the Eminem rap that was pretty funny.
1: Yeah, yeah. Uh, if you watch the,
0: uh, I think if, I did see that.
1: If you watch the music video for uh, Logic's uh, Homicide, you'll see um, Crystalia playing Eminem, and then squints from the sand lot uh oh yeah <laughs> yeah playing logic because of course because they look they look the exact same <laughs> <laughs>
0: um
1: oh well, back on the, my uh t- tick facts here uh 41 percent of TikTok users are aged between 16 and 24 so
2: that's
0: sort Ooh, of, like an idea hit the mark
2: there oh
0: didn't, didn't hit the mark there.
2: <laughs> So, yeah, I mean, well, going back to Chris D'Elia um, though, uh, yeah. Chris D'Elia would love TikTok.
0: <laughs> oh boy!
1: Uh, so, but good news, good news for adult TikTokers. Uh, at the start of the fourth quarter of 2017, there were 26 2.2.6 U.S. adult TikTok users. Twelve months later, that increased threefold to 7.2 million, and since September 2018, TikTok usage among adults has increased exponentially, doubling and reaching 14.3 million in just six months. So we're we're taking over. Uh, that's in less than eight. <laughs> you know months.
0: what I am seeing is like people using it for their businesses. So if people are doing like at-home businesses, I don't know if they're cooks or they're selling some kind of face cream or something, they'll use TikTok as like an instructional um like a platform for their users to see like how they put on a face mask or how they cook this dish. So I think that's what the older crowd is doing and using TikTok for. But I mean, go for it. Yeah. I've seen a lot of IG like stars, like follow my recipes on TikTok now. And I'm like, Oh, interesting.
1: Do (laughs) Do you think that spells the beginning of the end? Like if you've ever seen the movie, the social network, they talk about the idea of bringing advertising and revenue into the platform as like the end of the party and i and i do wonder it, yeah. do do these new platforms thrive because they haven't yet been monetized in that way is that you know do, does i i i think the advent of ads on Instagram is right about the time i stopped using Instagram mm. um when you know one in every so many things i had to scroll past was paid, you know, something that someone was paying to get in front of my face. And uh, I I wonder if that's if that's what Is
0: that the beginning the of right? the end or is it when your parents transfer over? Yeah that Yeah, that
1: when my parents important.
0: got on Facebook I was like, oh goodness. And then they got on Instagram, I was like, oh goodness. <laughs> <laughs> and now I'm probably in the generation of like moms on TikTok. So Maybe we ruined it.
1: I just I just punished my family by refusing to take down the pictures of me running around in my underwear in college. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Go ahead and go ahead and friend me on Facebook. Go look through my photos.
0: <laughs> yeah, I didn't delete anything on Facebook. So <laughs> yeah. I'm the funniest sure my mom. It's like all these
2: parents come in and they're just like, oh my God, I can't believe this generation that just shares everything on their social media. Just everything. And our parents are the ones that are talking about like anti-vaxxing and like yeah. just scattering uh-huh. their political beliefs in every single Facebook post. It's just yeah. like, oh my God.
0: Not my parents. Oh my but, gosh. Like, yeah. And that-
2: yeah, parents
0: in general.
1: We know that stuff stays out there forever.
0: My parents are definitely yeah. <laughs> yeah. My mom's always taking pictures. She does stories and oh we God. literally we're literally like, okay, mom, that's enough. Like my dad's like, okay, we gotta cut your time your social media time down, like she's a child. I'm like, ah, oh, yeah, it's, it's too much. And her and her friends are all like commenting on each other's like stories and they know where they're at. I'm just like, it's actually kind of turned into like their wallet, you know, like before you like show off your kids, like in your wallet, yeah. like little yeah. photos and now they're using Facebook. Like look at my, what my kid's doing and uh, look at where we're at. And I don't know, it's just, it's weird. That's
2: good. Uh, uh, <laughs> yeah, there was something about like uh, how older people have less of a filter when they speak, which explains a lot about politicians just in general. But it's because of just neurophysiology, like the, the frontal lobe of the brain, which and a lot of the filtration parts of the brain that make associations with the real world <laughs> start degrading fashion and everything else. So they just start spouting whatever the hell they want. And if oh, you get them, if you get them a platform like social media, oh, oh!
1: <laughs> I don't understand. I think all lives matter.
2: Oh <laughs> boy, here we
0: oh, go again. Gosh.
1: Aunt Carol, you got to stop doing that.
0: <laughs> oh, so much drama! I can't even go through threads. My mom, like, I'm not talking to her. This and that. I'm just like, wow. <laughs> Causing so much family friction. They were yeah.
1: always—they were children all along. They just didn't have the the means of children.
2: Yeah. <laughs> this is going to stay on here forever. I want it to stay on here forever.
1: <laughs> <laughs> You're ruining my life. <laughs> um.
0: So,
1: so uh, I guess with a little bit of statistic on uh, what how much time people tend to spend on these different platforms. Uh, Facebook users uh, have the highest average user time per day at 58.5 minutes. So the average user spends an hour a day on Facebook. The average user. thats That
0: seems amazing. low. I assumed it to be higher, but... An, an hour, hour
2: a, day. a day on Facebook? What is there to look at on Facebook? I probably... I've always spent an hour no, like I mean, month. I feel like
0: people that are on Facebook are on their way like more than an hour.
1: You got to be on there arguing. Oh <laughs> yeah. my God. I don't well, know. Well, do, you,
2: do you ever go on Facebook, Allie?
0: I don't know. But I, but I feel like my parents do. And I feel like they're on their way more than an hour. Yeah. And their friends are like, that's. Well, I don't so know.
1: Your Tell number is zero, my number is zero. Kent's number is very low. If it's like maybe oh, an hour, I see. A month. so, the, so the we're, yeah. Guy. So so they they must be putting in some real time on there <laughs> to drag it back up Seriously. to an hour average. Um, Jeez. As far as TikTok, the average user spends uh, fifty two minutes per day on that app. Instagram just beats that out at 53 minutes and snapchat is falling behind at 49.5 minutes of average user time
2: what people spend that little time on instagram
1: (laughs) (laughs) well yeah it's 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 interesting because it's like uh, i think most people would tell you like oh i don't have time for blank well i don't have time to read a book or i don't have time for whatever it is but if, you know, if the average person is spending an hour a day on social, uh,
0: you, know, you definitely have time. There's, time. there's some
1: time there to carve out.
0: Yeah. It's funny on your phone, you can actually like track your daily usage now.
1: I yeah. love that. It's a very, <laughs> yeah. very useful feature, I think.
0: And you can, you can um, give yourself a time limit, right? So it'll like block you.
1: Yeah. I had to do that on Reddit. I had to do that. Oh,
2: I, what is Reddit? Average Reddit usage, usage. Uh, that is probably so high for me.
1: Yeah, me too. Red, Reddit's my guilty pleasure, I guess. It's it's like never-ending articles, <laughs> an interesting thing. It says
0: 80, 85 minutes per day, Yep, the average Reddit.
1: Yep. That sounds right. That sounds right.
2: <laughs> that <laughs> I'll give myself right. a 45-minute timer. <laughs> yeah, I think I have a 30-minute timer on Reddit. And then on social media, I have that 10-minute timer, and I don't – I never really hit it on uh, any of them because Instagram, like at the end of the day, you know, or like th- you only check for like 20 seconds at a time, I feel, or at least for me, like there's right, no like continuous scrolling of it. <laughs> right.
1: Yeah. I, f- I sometimes like when I go back and open the app, I'll just wind up like scrolling for quite some time because I never check it. Thus, there's all like everything is new content. And then mm. I realized 10 yeah. minutes later, I'm like, oh, I've been scrolling for a long time. i got to get out of here.
2: got to get out of here. <laughs> my, my phone did tell me, uh, since quarantine, my social media usage has gone up 23%. And I was mm. just like, oh. And they told me that the other day. And I was like, don't tell me this. <laughs>
0: Fun <laughs> fact
1: about how you're spending your time.
0: <laughs> Let me live in bliss. <laughs> yeah, I feel like my, like my social media usage is definitely up. I, I And I'm like multi... I can't even watch a movie because it's, like, I'm looking at my phone. I'm, like, I think since since this whole situation, I've definitely joined a lot of different threads of friends. So then I'll just be, like, bombarded with, like, messages on, like, an IG thread, like a meme thread. My friends, my family. It's just, like, so much going on everywhere. But it's hard to concentrate. Yeah.
1: Yeah. That's... Literally, I mean, well, not literally. Sorry, but I. What a terrible use of that word. But it's everyone right now. It's everyone. Everyone's attention span is just getting like completely uh, atrophied, and it's interesting.
2: What is the future generation gonna be? Seriously, <laughs>
1: right? Like the idea of sitting down for like a two-hour movie at this point for people is like torture. And uh, oh, and liked-
0: I love I love movies. I actually got into it with my best friend because I get really annoyed when people are on a f- on their phone and I'm like watching a movie with them.
1: Yeah. And yeah.
0: oh it really irritates me. Like I had to pause the movie and I was like, I'm so sorry, but I literally work from home all day by myself and when I have people over and like human contacts I like want to enjoy this moment and this experience with you and talk about the movie but when you have to constantly ask me like oh what just happened or what did she say because you're not like paying attention because you're on your phone it just like drives me insane. And
1: then you miss the next part.
0: (laughs) Exactly. While you're explaining the last part. So crazy.
2: Guys are we old? Um It's sounding like old people conversation, but it's—I mean, it's true. Honestly, I, I agree with you guys. That, it- <laughs> that,
0: that conversation did make me feel really old, and my sister was sitting there and she's like, "Who the f are you?" And I was like, "It just really bothers me." And we had like this long conversation, and we just like talked it out. And I felt like a grown up because I didn't just like—I don't know—like sweep it under the rug. And I was like, "No, I need to say this, or else it's just gonna." drive me insane. And it'll all just like build up until I have like a, a blow up. <laughs> but yeah, I definitely did feel like a grown up. Like, am I really talking about this? Like, is this really bothering me? And it does, it did bother me. So I had to, I had to let it out, but I did have like an old person moment.
2: No, I don't know. I think it's fair. There's
1: people not engaging with you and like, you know, or not being present with you. Uh, it's yeah, it does. It, it comes off poor. And I think those same people would like, if you were doing it to them and they wanted to be actively engaged with you, um, they would, you know, they would see your point. Uh, Sam Harris puts it really well. And, and totally.
0: Says yeah.
1: As that um, we collectively with social media are all engaged with like this mass psychological experiment that we never signed up for. And we have no idea what the results of which will be.
0: Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. and we're seeing
1: those results being, you know, lack of attention span uh, inability to sit, sit still and be with your own thoughts. <laughs> like, uh, some things that used to just be like easy are now really, really hard, like agonizingly hard. Um, it's interesting. We'll, we'll see <laughs> how it all turns out. Cause nobody's, I mean, well, I don't know if Do you, you guys ever you guys put
0: your ahead. phone away, like for a day, like on the, during the weekend or something like I don't know,
2: just it's it's the reason I love going hiking and going mm-hmm. like m- mountaineering. It's you can't use your phone. You have no opportunity to even use your phone. Or being at the gym, I like I love being at the gym because like my phone is just on silent music or podcast mode and I don't look at it or else it distracts me from my workout. So uh oh, but when I'm at it's yeah. just boredom what is it? The idle mind is the devil's workshop. It mm. starts playing into the, this urge to play with social media and devices and, and keep yourself occupied. Yeah.
0: The FOMO. Feeling. FOMO. Yeah, totally. <laughs> like
1: what, what if there was a good article today on Reddit? I gotta, I gotta read art. I gotta read it. <laughs> um, yeah. I, I can't say that I've, done voluntary like put my put my phone away but it's like I I mean f- for work purposes I just it's I, I, I can't do that <laughs> like um, yeah. There's, yeah there's always a chance that something important is going to come up but um, I do tend to like do as much as I can to minimize how much my, my phone can bother me
2: well assumably when you're with when you're with the family, I would assume that you use your phone much, much less. Like you probably sign off um, at that point where it's like, oh, it's family time.
1: Uh, it, no, <laughs> no. because yeah. I'll still get, like, are, are I'll
0: they still all get using, messages. Yeah. Are they all using their phones, too, though?
1: Um, Scarlett will want to use her iPad like at dinner and watch YouTube, which is like. I, uh, I don't I don't dig it at all. It's, it's yeah. Like, no, your brain needs to sit still with itself and understand how to do that. Um, Melissa also is work from home and currently is actually on call. So uh, likewise, you know, she's she's got stuff that she has to be on her phone for. But I, as much as possible, I try not to. But if it's if if something from work comes in, like if it's, you know, like Patrick or some of those evening messages, I'll still. I'm still pretty yeah. active, actively responding to. So,
2: were you guys ever uh, watch TV during dinner, family?
0: Hmm? Mm, yeah.
2: Yeah. Really? I we was did not, do that. But oh, oh, you're talking about growing up. Growing up, growing up.
1: Uh, no, I don't think that. Um, I mean, maybe more when I was like in high school and everybody was kind of doing their own thing. We didn't really have family. We family.
0: we all sat at the table though. It's strange, like we all ate dinner together but my mom likes to watch something while she eats and I feel like we just always ended up turning on the tv we would like talk about our days for like a little bit but then my dad would be like oh the game's on and then we'd end up watching about like the basketball game or something news Mm -hmm. or something yeah but um but yeah we always we never like took our meals to our rooms or something like that we were always together but I, we did like some background um, background noise. Yeah,
1: music or something. Yeah, I, mm-hmm. I, uh, yeah. We currently we don't we're, we don't religiously do one or the other. We'll we'll all sit down to dinner and um, put music on, or sometimes we'll we'll eat independently. Depends on I guess whether we're all eating the same thing. Sometimes we're having different meals at different times. Um, really, yeah, oh interesting, yeah, because there's some stuff that I mean does your, about does your
0: does your wife cook like different meals for everybody? Um, no,
1: it's like we'll sometimes so like but you guys know,
0: don't have like different diets
1: uh, not n- no, nothing like that, nothing that specific. Like usually if we're eating at different times it's because there's like just enough leftovers from yesterday for one person to eat leftovers. and so like I'll wind up eating those. Later, and she'll make something for her and Scarlet or something. Because I can't oh. watch food go into the garbage. Uh, just like that, oh, yeah. we have food. I gotta eat that. We got something waiting. I gotta eat it.
2: Uh, uh, my my mom like yelled at us. She's like, "No, it's dinner time right now," and like just <laughs> made us sit around the table. And it was, I mean, our entire family is really talkative just in general, and we all like kind of shit on each other. So, in many ways, it was like a therapy session for us to all equalize all of our problems with each other, looking back at it now, which was probably a good thing.
1: <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, that's pretty great.
0: Brings you closer.
1: <laughs> well, we ventured a bit off of TikTok as the topic, but uh, to, to put a little bow on that. <laughs> but I feel uh, like um, I've learned
0: so
2: much about you guys. <laughs>
1: yeah. Yeah. No,
2: all of a sudden, things got very
1: personal. <laughs> <laughs> um my my final fact to cap it off is that TikTok is a Chinese company that tracks everything. <laughs> US politicians' concern over TikTok began with an investigation The Guardian published on September 25th, which revealed leaked documents that showed TikTok instruction, or instructing its moderators to censor videos that mentioned topics sensitive to the Communist Party of China, Tiananmen Square, Tibetan independence, and the religious group Falun Gong, for, for instance. So, you
0: know, uh, just something yeah. to be aware
1: of. China is taking
2: over. <laughs> oh, weird.
0: Yeah, I I remember when that first like article article came out, my mom was like, Have you heard of this TikTok thing? And I was like, Yes, yeah, yes, mom. And she's like, Delete it. If you have that, delete it. And I was like, Oh goodness
2: <laughs> This was like three days ago.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I
2: don't know if China's
1: concerned about my dance moves. But <laughs> <laughs> seriously.
2: Man, the fact that they are hiding political messaging though is absolutely terrifying. And uh, <laughs> the, oh man, do you think Asia is taking over in general? Because on our next topic, K-pop music is the biggest <laughs> freaking thing right now.
0: It ha- I feel like it has been for a while.
2: It hasn't for a, a while. A sigh. yeah the
1: that his uh, Gangnam style being um the th- what the top viewed youtube video for like 3 years running.
0: Oh right, Gangnam style.
2: Allie, this uh, speaking of Gangnam style inside, this brings up uh <laughs> a debate that Tyler and I were having. I yes, that is pop music from Korea, but I do not consider that K-pop.
0: I don't think that's K-pop either, to be honest. Yeah. I wouldn't consider that K-pop.
1: Yeah, I I maybe (laughs) took the definition too literally and was just like, "Oh yeah, pop music, but it's Korean pop music."
0: No, no,
2: no. K-pop is like a a hip hop, electronic, R and B mix that it's characterized by those qualities. I feel, and also like the stereotypical look of the dancing really pretty boys and like really I was gonna say, yeah
0: that's <laughs> yeah. key and gingham style just didn't have that like, <laughs> yeah, like, size like you, yeah you have to have the group of like extremely good looking Asian guys with makeup on um it, or else it just doesn't make sense like <laughs> i I have a few friends that are like obsessed with some of like the k-pop stars and I'm just like, what? They look like girls. I don't know. I, the pretty boy thing, I don't know. It's just They wear more makeup than me. It's a little strange, but I get it. I, the dance moves. They're swaggy.
2: <laughs> so I did, a, I did a little bit of research into K-pop because after that conversation, it was like, what is K-pop then, really? And apparently, the K-pop movement started from a guy that used to be in a heavy metal band, Seo Taiji. So his heavy metal band, excuse me if I'm pronouncing it wrong, Sinawe, S-I-N-A-W-E, uh, broke up in 1991, and he just decided to switch gears and form an all-boy group with dancers and backing vocalists. And that was the first time that this, this K-pop as we know it today first started.
0: Interesting. Yeah. Who would have known? Heavy metal and K-pop. yeah, 1992,
2: it just blew up. It won all the Soul Music Awards. Their first, their four albums during that time sold eight million copies, which, you know, I feel like that's pretty good. Um, but K-pop's come a pretty long way because, on the flip side, eight million copies, right, for Seo Taiji and the Boys, over four albums. BTS they sold 4.1 million copies in less than a month. Wow. And that album and it's repackaged, which is all the same songs. It's just like a different look and, you know, maybe remastered a little bit that came out a few years later to make more money. That also sold 4 million albums. So they sold 8 million albums on the same songs, just repackaged in a different way across two albums.
0: Yeah. I feel like the, f- the f- K-pop fans are super fanatics. Like, Back in my day, like In Sync and Backstreet Boys was kind of our thing, and I feel like if there was anything In Sync, a poster, a T-shirt, like I just wanted it. Even though if it was repackaged, I probably would have bought it, like the the CD again, just because I was such a fan.
2: Where do you think the fanaticism came from?
0: Uh, there's just a weird thing with like young girls and boy bands. I don't know how to explain it. We're just um, we go gugu gaga. I don't know. It's
2: <laughs> us as like boys. I, like Tyler. I don't know if you ever listen to like yeah. You know, oh, you, in your binders, you know, you have like a picture of Britney Spears. I have like Jennifer Love Hewitt. Like uh oh, man. I don't know that, <laughs> <laughs> uh, They they, it, they like try to do that with with boys. I feel. Yeah, Christina Yeah, I,
0: we definitely Christina had that all over our. Bin- oh, but you guys actually did that too—the cutouts and put it on your binders. I,
1: no, not that. I, 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 I think I like printed <laughs> out like photos of Catherine Zeta Jones and had those in in my room. After That's Zorro, so funny. Mask of Zorro okay, I was like, "This is the prettiest lady I've ever seen in my whole life." <laughs> <laughs>
2: Yeah, try to like figure yourself out, and it's just (laughs) like, oh my god! Yeah, I, I was, I was guilty of binder, binder girls. That sounds weird to say. I'm gonna rephrase that. Really weird. Famous girls, celebrities in my binder.
1: (laughs) Are you talking? Binders full of women.
2: Uh, (laughs) (laughs) Okay, Epstein. He's alive and well. (laughs) Oh no!
1: Binders full of women was uh. Uh, Romney, Mitt Romney. <laughs> Mitt Romney said that. That's yeah, bad. he was oh, talking about his binders full of women that would vote for him, or something like that. <laughs> it became it became a like, meme for a minute.
2: Oh my gosh, he never grew up from uh, seventh or eighth grade, I guess. <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh my gosh, but have you ever have you guys ever seen like videos of like Elvis and the girls like fainting in the front row, or like they're crying and just super obnoxious? Yeah. Uh-huh. I feel like that. I feel like that
2: was me. <laughs> the funny fact is, uh, B- the Beatles. I, I just learned uh-huh. this on Reddit the other day, actually. Uh, so there is use in Reddit. Uh, the Beatles actually would have concerts, and it would be so loud that they couldn't even perform. So they would just stand there sometimes and not even perform. What? And would be their whole set, <laughs> or they wouldn't even come out. And they would record their, <laughs> instead, they would be, they would go and record their albums instead of go to the concerts.
0: Wow. That's some New facts. I never knew that one.
1: And that's insane. In that time, you could be a dedicated fan and like the lack of, the lack of uh, variety in stimulus um, probably lends itself to more fanatic uh, fans or you like crowd base.
2: I mean, they claim to be more popular than Jesus. (laughs) The Beatles? Well, that's what John Lennon said once. (laughs) Uh, Which, perhaps across a certain demographic, yes. So, going back to K-pop and I guess Backstreet Boys and NSYNC, because as older people... <laughs> uh, looking back at, at those times, it was heavily manufactured. Like you see it's you know that the the executives at Warner or Capitol Records or wherever it was, hand chose like five boys that were like, "Hm, you guys would be great for my next music thing, like this next music thing we're making." And totally. K-pop does exactly that, like management agencies in South Korea hold auditions for trainees at a very, very, very young age and they live together in a regulated environment, spend multiple hours a day learning music, dance, foreign languages and other skills to prepare for their debut. And these labels invest up to three million dollars per trainee to gamble on the chances of them making it big. But lo and behold, Of the 100 groups, over 100 groups, actually, that debut in South Korea every year, less than 5% are successful. And of those that are not successful, they're not paid any money, and they have to work off all their debt that was invested into them. Oh, my God.
0: Wow. That's insane. That is mad pressure. (laughs) Not not cool. That's
1: terrifying. Yeah, terrifying. You owe us money. We give you an education. You owe us three million dollars. <laughs>
2: yeah. Deal with the devil. Yeah. How do, when, yeah, how do, you, how do you even when Jay Timbo goes solo? to sing on the streets. Professional gaming.
1: <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, what what happens when uh, Jay Timbo goes solo and uh, you know, what happens to the Joey fat ones of the world? Sorry, Fatone. Yeah.
0: Fatone. <laughs> I think he actually had a, like a little acting streak for a while. <laughs> yeah, yeah, he, he, he was in like Mad Greek, my big fat Greek wedding, or he something. He was hilarious in
1: that. Joey actually, Patone was <laughs> yeah, yeah, yes, and and
2: he was great.
0: <gasps>
2: oh my gosh, I like his look. He he seemed the most down to earth. <laughs> yeah,
0: I actually think he was my favorite one, and then
2: Joey was like uh, the cool uncle. <laughs> he was like the uncle yeah he was like the cool uncle that told the dad jokes
1: older than them
2: super (laughs) italian lance was the gay one right yeah correct like lance was gay went to space that's pretty cool he hit on that demographic yeah
0: he's like big in the hollywood scene i can see that i feel like he's like really like good friends with like a lot of big celebrities and stuff or reality TV stars. He's like in a lot of, um, I don't know if you guys know what Vanderpump Rules is, but he like initiated one of their weddings.
1: What's that? What'd you say?
0: <laughs> <laughs>
1: uh. Feeling older by the minute. No, I don't know what Vanderpump Rules is.
0: It's like a show about servers. Okay. Do you know who Lisa Vanderpump is? Probably not. I
2: don't know a single Vanderpump.
0: So she is like this really hot older British woman and she owns like all the biggest, uh, like a chain of restaurants in West Hollywood and Brentwood. Um, but there's a show about the servers and all their drama. And it's actually had like a eight season streak. Um, I feel like they're going to cancel it though. Cause two of their like biggest stars um, throughout like the BLM movement, like, they dug up some of their past like statements and they're no longer part of the show. So I, I, I can't see that show going on any longer without their big, their big stars. Mm. But um, yeah. Uh, TikTok. Um, yeah. They're going to trans. Yeah. Transition into TikTok for sure.
2: <laughs> Who's that guy in NSYNC that had like the dreadlocks. I just remember there was that one guy that had like the spaghetti hair.
0: Well, Justin Timberlake had top ramen hair. And <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> but I think Joey Fatone had like big dreadlocks. I thought Joey had like red hair.
1: What? No, Joey is super Italian looking. Uh um, yeah, she's
2: like super Italian looking.
1: The dude with the dreads was Chris Kirkpatrick, I think.
2: Oh, there you go. Yes. Chris Kirk what the hell happened to Chris Kirkpatrick? Uh
1: I guess he's the voice he... of Chip Skylark on The Fairly Odd Parents.
2: Awesome. What? <laughs> what?
0: Yeah.
2: That's amazing. I have a newfound respect for him. <laughs> Fairly odd
0: parents.
1: I see nothing about him since that though.
0: Yeah, he's like a married family guy right now in, in Texas, I think.
2: Wow. Cuz he's like the only one like cuz there's JC, you know, Lance, Joey,
0: Yeah, one of my friends is actually good friends with Chris. Very random. But I've seen him on FaceTime a few times. And he's just a middle-aged dude that has some kids chilling in his backyard. I think he has a studio. He's still really good friends with, like, Justin Timberlake. And they record stuff there. But I think he's just...
2: Would you say he's become fairly anonymous?
0: Definitely. Which is our next topic. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs>
2: the, <laughs> yeah. he may be a part of Anonymous. Uh,
1: so it's it's like a misnomer to call Anonymous like a hacker group, right? Like, but I don't know what else to call them other than
2: uh, you, you call them Chris the Chris Kirkpatrick's
1: the Chris Kirkpatrick. Wow, New name confuse people.
2: Uh, a bunch of Chris Kirkpatrick's right. running around uh, hacking into systems. <laughs>
0: Yeah, so, the forgotten.
1: <laughs> Ali, do you are you familiar with Anonymous as gr- a group? The like the people with the the Guy Fox masks. Um,
0: I'm not. No, that's so, a group. Anonymous.
1: They're so they're not. It. It's like a misnomer to call them a group. It's a misnomer to think of them as hackers. But traditionally, they're you know it'll be like Anonymous releases. Uh, details of of trump's uh uh peeing on german girls in a bed uh rumors or whatever it is like anonymous <laughs> is this group that, that tends to uh like release facts it seems like oh yeah or like,
0: cyber attacks against several governments yes government institutions so and agencies
1: the, the 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 misnomer factor is that uh Apparently, most anonymous numbers are not actually hackers. Um, the, from what I'm seeing, anonymous is more of like a movement than an actual group. Or, so it's, a, it's essentially like a form of protest. But um, they, they have no real organizer. There's no legitimate code of conduct or infrastructure. Um, all kinds of different people kind of come and go as they please.
0: Interesting.
1: Yeah, it's so it's um it's one of those things like uh there's no leader about, or right like people uh when they're talking about putting Antifa in the you know on like the terrorist groups list it's like well there is there are branches named like Antifa of such and such a place but they're not there's no national it's not like the KKK where there's like some national organization and there's there's you know sub branches of that.
2: Yeah. decentralized um, activism. Right. right yeah
1: that's a good yeah that's that's a great way to put it
2: which is pretty cool it's, like, yeah. it's cool if it's used for the right things <laughs> and I think uh, anonymous thankfully does have a moral compass that points them in the right direction for the most part although malicious in the mm-hmm. way they, they approach it
0: there i they're really aggressive, right? I feel like I've seen a lot of crazy Instagram posts I think by the anonymous.
1: I think they, I think they recently had like hacked and shut down like a local police, uh, police jurisdictions websites during the, um, during the recent protests. Uh, they so from the, the reason that not everybody has to be like a, a hacker, hacker person is. Um, because it seems as though to participate uh, in these attacks, all you really need to do is have a computer and let them use it. Um, so if, if you've heard of like a DDoS attack, it's a distributed denial of service attack um, that just overloads, overloads networks uh, and causes them to crash. So that's their, their means of, of, of warfare, as it were is that they can get so much traffic to a place that it can no longer handle that traffic.
0: Interesting. So what's their end all goal? Is it like to reveal information?
1: It's like transparency. It seems to be like somewhat anti-capitalist.
2: Um, it, they target like know, uh, really? child pornography, file sharing sites. Um, they expose people in Mexican hmm. cartels. Um,
0: oh yeah. You know, if,
2: uh, Ju- vigilante justice. Yeah, vigilante justice. Like Julian Assange, I, I feel like he's kind of like a weird de facto symbol <laughs> in many ways yeah, for Anonymous. absolutely, absolutely. Big time. Just exposing yeah. information and honest journalism to one degree. And then there's like the 4chan anonymous groups. Do you, do you know what 4chan is by chance, Allie?
0: No. Mm-mm. So
2: the... <laughs> which was like a, one of the channels in 4chan. But 4chan was just this forum, like back in the early internet days, where people would just go and post random shit. And it could just be, it was like early Reddit almost, but it was so unregulated that the worst of the worst things would pop up on there from like, again, like ranging from like child pornography all the way to gore, all the way to like very, very positive stories from someone who survived cancer. And, and that became kind of, I want to say a starting point for a lot of internet activism as a whole as well, because the people would see the bad things and they would try to stop the bad things, but then there'd be the bad people trying to (laughs) infiltrate the good stuff that was happening.
0: Yeah. My, my mom is totally about this because she sends me so much stuff and yeah, she like spends all day like in the, the dark hole of this um, anonymous. Interesting. Uh, on yeah.
1: Uh, Kent, do you know is this is 4chan where the subreddit r slash green text? Yeah, 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 yeah. That- that's 4chan. <laughs> okay, okay. I've never actually been on 4chan. Uh, Me neither. I just always hear it as like this horrible um, place <sighs> where it's like what first it was there that the white supremacists would gather and then they had to move to 8chan and then 16chan or like just like it's it it seems like these forums wind up being like places for just horrible people to organize right but also i mean we also get anonymous out of it and it seems that they did make an effort to get rid of the uh the the white supremacist element in 4chan or push them out somehow. Yeah,
0: that's so weird. I never heard
1: of it.
2: it. It was a lot of um. When it, do you know what an incel is? And In, I, th- I think no. it stands for intentionally celibate. But it's taken on
1: voluntary, involuntary, involuntary oh, invol-
2: celibacy. Oh, it, oh, that's totally different than involuntary celibacy. But uh, there was that mm-hmm. mass shooting that happened at UC Santa Barbara from this incel kid and he used to lurk four chan, I believe a lot, but there's like this weird misogynistic self-hating aspect of 4chan that makes it unbearable to be on which is why I never went on it uh like even when I found out about it I always like oh yeah defer to do you know that meme of like the three body like massive bodybuilder dudes like messaging each other and they're just saying like the nicest things ever to each other (laughs)
0: yeah yeah. Yeah. so so i
2: used to go on bodybuilding.com forums because it was like the funniest freaking thing back in the day and i wish 4chan was that it's just a bunch of dudes sharing memes with each other they would share fake coupons with each other for like hey like do you guys want to get a box of cliff Bars. I figured out uh, how to make free coupons based on like uh, adjusting the hex and the barcode. <laughs> and you could take it to Ralph's and it works. And so I would get free cliff Bars all the time or free protein <laughs> bars. Like it was a bunch of extremely smart buff people.
0: <laughs> you... <laughs> But this is me and You're the master of free stuff. I've learned. <laughs> you, I guess you've always been the master of free stuff. And, and body, wow. Bodybuilding.com forums
2: have taught me well.
0: You need to start a blog like with all the free stuff. Didn't you do that thing on your birthday too, where you go around and get all the free birthdays? It went sets? viral.
2: Dude. <laughs> I was in Time like, 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 Magazine, talked about it. Like, NPR talked about it. <laughs> oh my gosh.
0: Wow, <laughs> great. so
2: it's it's that's my own form of hacking.
1: Well, uh, don't don't get don't get too bold because uh, joining Anonymous would uh, is a step beyond just getting free Cliff bars. It seems there are real life consequences, and if you are a user of uh, the software that allows for the uh, distributed denial of service attacks. You can serve a year in prison and pay $20,000. <laughs> Whoa. And what's worse, uh, this this kid who got charged with it had to pay that compensation to the Church of Scientology.
0: No That's- way. Yep. So- yeah. Ugh.
1: Yeah. Please don't murder me, Church of Scientology. I don't want to disappear.
0: <laughs>
1: um,. Yeah, I suppose that, that kind of caps us, caps us off on Anonymous.
0: Nice. Wow, good talk. From TikTok to K-pop to Anonymous. I would have never guessed that when I woke up this morning that I'd be talking about that today.
2: Sprinkling <laughs> a little bit of NSYNC in there, sprinkling a little <laughs> bit of Chinese propaganda. It's perfect. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Yeah, I got. I, I actually, I'm waiting on my paycheck from China, and then i And then I'm going to start not talking about it
2: any anymore. <laughs> you hear that, Gigi Pig? Yeah. yeah.
1: Yeah, you hear me? I'm ready. I'm ready to be paid not to talk about you.
2: If only it worked that way. <laughs> if, wait, it does work that way. Damn it! We got to be politicians. You guys
0: are influencers. <laughs>
2: <laughs> I don't know about all that. I feel like I learned a lot. Thank you, Allie.
0: Yeah. Thanks for having me on.
1: Thanks for being here. Yeah. Um. Is there, is there anywhere you want to send people? Do you want to send people to your TikTok or, or keep them the hell away?
0: Uh, yeah, no, nah, that's weird. Um, yeah. It's weird. Like little kids commenting on my TikToks. It's but because my, me and my friend have like a joint account. So like the kids that she like personally coaches and stuff will go on there and make comments. I'm like, that dude, that little kids like ten years old. That's so weird. <laughs> but please don't follow my TikTok. No, that's weird.
2: <laughs> Perfect. It's for
0: my own entertainment. Um, well, I like it. I don't. Yeah, I don't have any influencer plugs, but um, yeah, I don't okay. know.
2: Yeah, thanks for being here. <laughs> even any even any closing words oh, yeah. for our our I think two point eight million listeners now that are tuning in. Uh, something you would want them to leave with.
0: Ooh, don't feel too old to get on any platform that you feel uh you know you enjoy content with <laughs> i mean i could be uh shamed you know on tiktok but i follow my heart so follow your heart right. wherever you find um Content pleasure. I don't know.
2: Wise words. I dig it. If it makes you laugh, yeah.
0: Makes you laugh, go for it.
1: I think I might actually finally be inspired to actually open that
0: app. I'm going to download it it and open it
1: up this time. Those
0: are
2: wise words only an old person would say. Like, <laughs> oh, oh <man>. so, <laughs> wow. With that, that uh, concludes our nineteenth episode. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
1: All right. Well, that's been our show. Thank you all for listening. Thanks again to Allie, and make sure to check back next week for our very twentieth episode.
0: Amazing! Nice. Huzzah! All so, right. Bye. Bye, guys. Later. homemade almond milk water almonds lemons <laughs> lemons <laughs>